With Hurricane Ian occurring about three months ago, people are still recovering and still trying to get their lives put back together. FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, is hard at work trying to help people get their lives back in order. Joining me by telephone today is Issa Monsere, the uh, FEMA Media Relations Specialist for this local disaster that we've had here in South Florida and Central Florida. Uh, Issa, good to talk to you. Thank you so much, John. Issa, where are we now with regard to recovery efforts and where the government is in all this? As you know, John, FEMA is here to help people of Florida and Floridians that have suffered the impact of Ian. So we work in concert. That means we work together with the state and, of course, local officials. So the good thing is the FEMA extended the deadline to apply for Hurricane Ian federal assistance to January 12. So, which means this time people can also use to apply. So, we have several disaster recovery centers that have been open in areas that have been impacted. Then we also have mobile disaster recovery centers that are moving from place to place to make sure that we bring the application process and make it accessible to people to come in there to apply. What we want to emphasize is that when people apply, when you start the process, you go to any of the disaster recovery centers, for example, the one here in Bachula, the one in St. Petersburg, uh, in Pinalis, and, of course, any other disaster recovery center. When you want to start the process, you take a full ID card with your name, and, of course, a current telephone number where FEMA will be able to call or contact you. Your address at the time of the disaster and the address where you are staying currently. Your social security number and a general list of damages and losses. If you apply, you can also give a banking information if you choose direct deposit when FEMA approves your application. Then if you are insured, you can also take your policy number or the agency to the FEMA agency that will help. All of our specialists are qualified. They can help you. If you start the process by applying online at uh, disasterassistant.gov and you are stuck along the line, you can also go to them so that they can review and take a look at your application process and where you are stuck. And mind you, John, people can also apply by calling the FEMA hotline, which is 800-621-3362. You can also use the FEMA app to apply. So this is the starting of the process. Now, generally, we know that the area around Fort Myers and then some in Central Florida, as you said, you're in the Wachula, Bartow area, Polk County. Many of those counties had you know, some major damage, including along the rivers, especially well inland. Do you help with people and, and the flooding issues that they're running into? We currently the assistance for hurricane Ian. So those that have been affected and impacted by that, FEMA is currently assisting them. And of course, um, the extension deadline, the extension for this application is January 12th. So when you go there, what people normally ask for, one, they want to make sure that they are, they are able to get rental assistance, major repairs and out-of-pocket expenses, then lodging um, expenses and reimbursement. So those are some of the things that people will ask for. 
And of course, um, people will also want to make sure that they have a place to sleep and a place where they will be comfortable for now till they are able to settle down. So FEMA addresses all of these issues. And sometimes, even with the legal part of it, if you have legal issues, you want to look at your documentation. In some of the disaster recovery centers, we have legal assistance there for legal help so that one can take a look at all your documentation, uh, for those that are renting, what are the laws? So this is also available. And mind you, FEMA is bringing this help just to make sure that people are being assisted, people are uh, the issues are also addressed, and to make sure that we also reach out to as many people as as possible. FEMA speaks different languages. What I mean by this is that you speak other languages like Spanish. You always come to the center or you ask FEMA, they will provide for you a translator. So this is no problem. We speak your language. There is a, a public assistant for houses of worship. So these are all there. So if a church was damaged in that area, in those counties that are listed, there's, there's, and I think there's like 26 of them, a church can apply for a FEMA assistance if it qualifies, correct? That is correct. Uh, Florida Houses of Worship and other private non-profit organizations may be eligible for FEMA assistance to help pay for emergency protective measures. Okay. For example, and debris removal and restoration of facilities damaged by Hurricane Ian. And also, I want to include that Houses of Worship should contact the County Emergency Management Office for more information on how to submit a FEMA request for public assistance. Now, one of the things I did note in the release was that there's been some identity theft or at least some potential there with FEMA showing up to a house and the people said, we didn't request that, we didn't need it. So how does one protect themselves from identity theft in, in working with FEMA? Uh, John, as you know, in every disaster, there are some ups and downs. Sometimes people want to take this opportunity when people are down to make sure that they fought them. But if you see anyone there, FEMA always have ID cards. For example, you see our personnel with the ID cards or FEMA um, address code, which is you can see the emblem and the, the name of FEMA boldly written out. So... That is one of the ways you try to identify who is working with FEMA. At the same time, if you suspect anyone, you can also call authorities on that. So FEMA is, does not ask you to give your banking number or your bank account on the phone. No, we don't do that. So what we normally do is when you come to the disaster recovery center, that is the time when FEMA will be able to ask for all details that you have to submit. So if anyone shows up, and you think that this is a fraudster, you call authorities, you also inform FEMA about any of that. So we try to protect people in terms of difficulties, in terms of difficulties. So fraud does occur, but we do our best so that we don't have any issue. FEMA doesn't have any issue in trying to help people, but we want to make sure that they also have to be aware Make sure that the person identifies himself. You look at the badge, you look at the name, and of course you will see they work in teams. FEMA is here to help, and we make sure that we identify ourselves. We make sure that we address these issues. 
talking by telephone with uh, Issa Monterey, who's the uh, FEMA media relations specialist. And in, in video that we saw, we saw literally hundreds, if not thousands, of damaged boats and vessels. And even up here in Tampa Bay, in our region, we've seen some that are just, looks like they've been abandoned. Uh, how does FEMA... Uh, work with uh, maybe the Coast Guard or local authorities and getting some of these boats that are not navigable anymore? If your boat is unsalvageable after Hurricane Ian, consider releasing ownership to the vessel waiver process. This allows for the removal and destruction of the vessel for no cost. That is, you give the right so that we can take care of that. Then since many residents are still assessing damage, the waiver acceptance deadline has been extended to the end of the year. So contact the Florida Fish and Wildlife Hurricane Ian Vessel Hotline uh, at 850-488-5600 for more information. Okay, that's 850-488-5600 if you want information about maybe having a boat that maybe has sunk that was yours cleared out of the uh, channels and and out of the bay. You know, we had two storms here in Florida. We had Ian, and then we had a follow-up with Nicole. Nicole not causing quite as much damage, but it did cause some flooding in certain areas. FEMA is not helping out with those that were impacted by Nicole, are they? We are currently addressing Ian, you know, one thing at a time. Currently, we are addressing Ian because of the need to help the people of Florida. FEMA is currently hiring 300 personnel, employees, to assist. And this will be a 120 days assignment. And, of course, uh, it can be extended. That is full-time and part-time from all walks, from okay. customer service, engineering, and then, um, of course, uh, um, I mean, customer services. In as much as uh, we are still in this disaster, FEMA is opening its door to employ 300 people just to address some of these issues. So these are the ways that we are helping. So um, we try to get this information so that everyone that is interested, anyone that is interested, we are hiring local hiring. It's continually going on now. And I noticed in your press release from December the 5th, so far 11,000, over 11,000 hurricane survivors have received over $140 million in government assistance that would not uh, otherwise been afforded to them. So the takeaway from this uh, conversation we've had, he says, have all your pertinent documents put together. There's still time to get your application in if you need help, and that deadline is now January 12th. So you need to get on the stick and go to, uh, what was that website again, Disaster Assistance? Exactly, disasterassistance.gov. Then the hotline is 800-621-3362. Then you can also use the FEMA app, the FEMA app to apply. So you can also ask uh, this line, of course, the one that I'm giving you now, the 800-621-3362 is open from 7 a.m. to uh, 11 p.m. So if you're not sure if you would qualify for FEMA assistance, you can go on and make the ask and there there may be funds available for you if you qualify. So don't be afraid to ask. Go on and do that now between now and uh, January the 12th. Issa Montserrat, the FEMA Media Relations Specialist, has been our guest today, and that's how we see it. Thanks for listening to today's program. 
This presentation and others like it are made possible by supporters like you. If you'd like a copy of today's program, make comments or suggestions, and to help us keep this important programming on the air, visit myspiritfm.com slash how we see it.